This is the Move With Me podcast with your host, James Ramos of Ramos Design Build, real estate with real people. JamesRamos.com. Interesting guests, interesting topics, all with you in mind. Move With Me is brought to you by BBMC Mortgage Tampa Bay for a loan that truly fits in a purchase or refinance. Here's James with today's featured guest. We're back. This is James Ramos with the Move With Me radio program. I'm here with Jonathan Moore. He's the president and owner of Envision Advisors. Jonathan is an owner's rep. Um, He operates out of Tampa, Florida. He has projects all over the southeast, as north as New York City and as south as Key West. And um, we're talking about a number of things, but this one in particular is close to my heart. So, Jonathan, what should I say when people say, how much do you build per square foot? (laughs) Uh, That's a very loaded question is what I would say. It depends on what you want. It depends on the type of project. Um, I think it depends on the the way that the conversation is going. Um, I, I tell people, and I'll tell you again, construction is a full contact sport. Uh, it's full of pitfalls and, and the, the misperception that a, a building can be built, a, a home can be built for $125 a square foot. I don't think I've seen a house built for $125 a square foot since the early 90s. Um, it's, it's not accurate beyond a, a, an initial napkin sketch. It's a great place to start, uh, and I would always tell you to start high. Uh, if, if you think that you want to build a house for $200 a square foot, um, first I tell you, I think that you're probably off a little bit. If it's a custom house, um, start at $300 a square foot and let's work our way down. Um, but those early budgets are, are, are made to come down. You should never start with the minimum, uh, right. the maximum that you want to spend, right? right. I, I'm, I'm saying it wrong, but never start with a, a, bare bones budget um always start somewhere high and let's work down know that you have that 300 dollars, but maybe we're going to try to build it for 250 dollars a foot um yeah it's a it's it's an interesting equation and um you know to work through with a homeowner because at the end of the day you know they'll come back and they'll say well i just really you know i want a nice house i don't want it I don't want it to be that nice. So you're like, okay, my nice and your nice yeah, have no flags, idea. Red flags, so, red flags. So you start questioning. You're like, and we take them through a process and we let, you know, and pictures are great because, you know, they bring, you know, we ask them a pre-meeting prior. Um, if it's their first meeting, they come in and we give them some homework to do. Yeah, you and said typically, you had a great package you give people. Yeah. And they, they go through either house or we use Pinterest or things or they mm-hmm. print stuff, bring magazines, whatever. People aren't bringing magazines anymore. They just do yeah, it online. Can you buy magazines? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't, don't know even where you know get what, those. I, what are magazines? Um, but, <laughs> I read about them and somewhere. they circle things that, that they like in the picture. We tell them because a lot of times you, you know, you'll, you'll take a picture or you'll save it in house or it's a great site or Pinterest. And you look back at the picture, you know, five days later, you have no idea what you liked about it, but you like some, you know, three other things or you dislike things and you're like, what did I like about this picture? Was it the floor, the cabinetry, the woodwork, the paint? Um, so, so that helps. Um, and as far as, you know, the price per foot, what's scary is, is that, you know, I used this analogy the other day. So a client has a Range Rover, a nice car, and, you know, the size of the Range Rover is roughly the same size of a Ford Explorer, right? Mm-hmm. So, so we know the Ford Explorer is like, I don't know, 40, 50,000 or Range Rover is more than that. Uh, 70, 80, 90, I don't know. Right. So depending on the interior and the types of stuff. So one thing that I try to tell people is, is that you can get the same size house 
and it can be twice as the cost, you know, a great analogy. Um, and then I've used things such as, you know, I, I, I'm very mathematical, so I like to, you know, use numbers that it helps me with everything, not everything, but you know what I'm saying? Um, but, <laughs> but, you know, you look at the percentages of the home and typically, you know, you can build the whole house at 30 to 35, you know, depending on how much concrete and, and what you're putting in 30 for, you know, 30 to 40%. And then the rest of that money, you know, so if it's a million bucks, right? So the rest of that money, that 400,000 or, you know, sorry, 600,000, six to 700,000 is roughly for, you know, the parts and pieces on the inside. Yeah. So you got the heating, you know, you got all the mechanicals, the heating and air, plumbing and, and low volt and electrical. And then, you know, once you put the insulation and dry raw, then it's, then it's gangbusters, right? So everything that's in that house that you can touch and feel, the innovation is off the charts. So when you go to a plumbing store, you can buy a fixture from Lowe's or Home Depot for you know forty five dollars, right? And then you go to a you know a nice rent plumbing store. My wife it can doesn't be, want that. It can be yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it can be seven to a thousand dollars, right? You know, I think so if you're going to so use it's a the tough foot, challenge that do, do that exercise do. that you just talked about. If you're going to use a square foot cost, break that number down, right? And and really isolate, say, all right, I'm going to have $20 a square foot in HVAC. Then you'll really see, all right, what, I only have $15 to spend on my right. flooring and, and finishes? You're going to find that that's not enough. Because yeah, there we, are things that you have to have, like you talked about. But then there, there are the luxuries. And everybody needs a little luxury. Every house has a little luxury. Right. But it's where you want to spend and allocate that money, I think, changes that square foot number. I think the biggest, the, the better question is, is roughly, you know, how well does that contractor, does that design builder or that architect really um, push that dollar? You know, how far does it go? Right. So you can go to a, a restaurant and you can easily order the most expensive bottle of wine. And then everybody can slap you on the back and say, hey, Jonathan, that wine was fantastic. I'm going with you. You're paying. <laughs> that was a $500. You're like, of course it's fantastic. You spent 500 bucks for the darn bottle of wine. So I think the challenge is, is getting that bottle of wine for 50 and that tastes just as good as a bottle of wine for 500. So I think that's probably um, where the question should be. Is that like, show me the product that you've done in the past. Show me pictures, walk through homes and actually let me see what you've done, you know, for that $300 a foot. Let me see right. a home that you've done for 200, a 500 and so forth. But it's interesting and I'd like to get your opinion. There are some architects who just whether they have the ability or not, they just don't have that past track record of 5 years drawing things that cost less than $500 a foot. Yeah. And I don't think people understand that. So they'll go to an architect that's used to drawing things that is fantastic, right? They're drawing champagne and caviar, <laughs> if you could put a put a food item to it. But and and they deliver a product for a client. They spend three to six months, and then sure enough, they take the plan to go get bid out, and it's two hundred grand more than what they wanted right, to spend. Right. And then Very everybody's normal. scratching their head, like, how did this happen? The the best example I can give you, because I'm sure he's not listening, is Nate Burkus. Nate is a world famous interior designer that I have a client that hired. Uh, he's out of Nate is out of Chicago and is on all the uh, HGTV shows. Um, specified uh, phenomenal interior design, but um, some of the flooring, I think the tiles were $500 a square foot painted by Mexican children or something ridiculous. Um, 
we uh, we actually ended up uh, letting Nate go and and brought in a, a local interior designer, and we found similar products that um, didn't compromise the design intent. It was everything that the client wanted to see, but it wasn't painted in Mexico and brought to Tampa, Florida on a you know horse. Um, so there there can still be design intents met without having to spend $500 a square foot on tile material. Yeah. I mean, we talked about, you know, the importance of professionals in the past, but I used to say this when we started years ago, but I used to say, you know, at the end of the project, you're going to, you know, I'm going to be such a great value. I'm going to come for free, you know, and people would just look at you like this guy's so full of it, you know? So (laughs) So we've, we've adapted that statement, but at the end of the day, you know, when you look at it, if you hire a good architect, a good designer, good builder, good owners rep like Jonathan Moore, um, you know, you can really stretch that dollar because you're looking out for the homeowner and, um, you're going through a very complicated, um, hopefully the professional will make it uncomplicated, but it's a very sophisticated and complicated process because you're managing what you really want and what you can spend. And that's a tough one. Yeah. Because, you know, we're, we're watching shows today, Jonathan, and and I don't know if you've caught any of these, but they just drive me bananas. I hear it. And the day. guy does the full house renovation for like 40 grand. Sure. Sure. You know, and he's got this guy who's the, we're going to call the contractor. And what do you think? In the, in the driveway. And, and it's like in LA somewhere. It's like some neighborhood out of, you know, close to Beverly. You're like, are you kidding me? You know, this is so yeah. crazy. You know, where's the money getting subsidized? You know, a whole house renovation for 50 grand and the guy's ripping out everything, you know, so. The commercials are paying for it. So, That's what so, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's paying for it. But, um, you know, and, and the other piece is just, you know, what would you say about the, you know, construction is full of pitfalls. You know, there's not, there's more, let's just say this. There's more people who go through construction that look back and they sort of had a distaste to it mm-hmm. than the people who are like, oh my God, I can't wait to do it again. So what would you talk, you know, as far as the highlights of the pitfalls? Yeah. Um, it, it's, it's unfortunately still an art construction is, and, and it hasn't, the technology for construction hasn't really changed in the last hundred years. You know, we have new materials, but it's, it's still done by laborers. People do this, people make mistakes, um, and people have a direct impact on quality. So I would, I would always have a contingency. So when you're talking that square foot number, start off with a 10% contingency. Maybe that number goes down to a 5% contingency when you have a hard number from your contractor, but there's always a contingency in, in, your, in your budget. Um, it's gonna take longer um, and it's gonna be more expensive than you think. Uh, most of that is going to be the owner's fault. Uh, the owner is going to make changes. I said earlier that changes are normal. Uh, 90% of the changes in construction are owner-driven. And there's nothing wrong with that as long as the owner understands that and doesn't try to blame everyone else. Um, it's, it is a complex process with hundreds of people involved, even on the smallest project. So patients have a contingency and knowing that it's going to take longer than you think uh, will bring you back to construction again. Yeah, well, great. Well, I appreciate your time, bud. I've enjoyed it. It's nice to talk to you all the time. Well, we're here with Jonathan Moore with InVision Advisors. My name is James Ramos with Move With Me Radio. You can follow me at jamesramos.com or on Twitter at JRTPA. For investment opportunities in the Tampa Bay market or to follow James Ramos, go to jamesramos.com and sign up for his newsletter. 
Call Ramos first to design, build, or furnish. Call or text 813-259-1111. Move With Me is brought to you by BBMC Mortgage Tampa Bay for a loan that truly fits in a purchase or refinance. Homes are built to bring people together. It's the place that families gather to create memories that last a lifetime. With that in mind, you want a builder who requires a design to reflect your expectations. Ramos Design Build is that company. They understand this concept, offer a concierge level of service, ensuring that you are involved in every step of the design build process. Ramos Design Build integrates the latest in construction technology, building you a home that will last for generations. Ramos has a portfolio of satisfied clients from its decades of service in the Tampa Tampa Bay community. If you are looking for a luxury remodel, a home renovation, or a custom home built from the ground up, contact Ramos Design Build at RamosDesignBuild.com. That's RamosDesignBuild.com. Hi, my name is James Ramos. I am a licensed general contractor at Ramos Design Build. When someone asks why I do what I do, I am proud to say that I help bring families back to the table. When you partner with Ramos, we make your family's home dreams a reality. Ramos Design Build, construction, development, and renovation. A legacy since 1956.